When you understand your numbers, then the business strategy, messaging, branding, and visibility that you need to grow your business fall into place. Welcome to the Bizology Soundbites podcast, directing you to your business treasure map through the power of numerology. Here is your host, Joe Soli. Welcome to episode number 76 of the Bizology Soundbites podcast, five ways to rid stale and negative energy from your workspace with Emma Louise Dyson. As well as studying with the GIA, Gemological Institute of America, Emma Louise Dyson is a crystal practitioner, self-proclaimed nature nerd and eclectic witch. Emma has worked in the jewellery and gemstone industry for almost 20 years and her career has taken her around the globe. She trained in New York's Diamond District, has visited gemstone mines in Tanzania and has worked in over 25 countries across six continents representing luxury brands such as Cartier, David German and Montblanc. She's also a freelance shopping TV presenter who has been featured on numerous TV channels globally, including Gems TV, Rocks TV, Jewelry Maker, The Lounge and Hot Kanda. Emma now runs a successful crystal jewellery and mineral business called Rock Chick, where she presents Mother's Nature's treasures with passion. Rock Chick has not only been built with passion, but Emma's mission is to continue to share that passion with the world and in turn ignite passion in others. Welcome, welcome Emma, how are you? I am really well, thank you. Listening to that, I was like, oh, I did all of those things, that's amazing. (laughs) I know, you're amazing, it's incredible. And we're going to talk about getting rid of stale and negative energy from your workplace today, but I've got so many other questions to ask you, so I must get you back. So the listeners love to know, Emma's working with the energy of the number nine. It's all about uh, helping healing, serving. So working with crystals is very nine energy because crystal is are related to the earth and that is very nine. Emma's born on the 24th. She's a Christmas Eve baby. So she's got a six approach, which is all about nurturing and love and tribe and connection. Take the six and turn it upside down. It's a nine, you know, similar energy. And she's in a personal year five at the moment, the same as me, which is a year for change and transition and transformation and adventure. So Emma, you say we spend a lot of time in our workspace and although we might give our desk a bit for clean or wipe down the keyboard, with the stresses and challenges that running a business brings, it's easy for our space to accumulate stuck, stagnant or negative energy. So you're going to share with us, we're very lucky today, five simple, cost-effective and fun ways that we can energetically spring clean our workspace. So before we go into those like five areas, can you just tell us a little bit about why it's really, really important to make sure that your workspace is clear energetically? Absolutely. So um, it's awesome to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Joe. Um, 
We spend a lot of time in our workspace and there are so many reasons why we might want to kind of spring clean our workspace energetically. So we could have been dealing with clients that, um, you know, maybe we haven't necessarily connected that well with. Um, We could have ourselves physically, you know, we could be, uh, have felt sick. Um, we could have had things going on in our lives, bad times, things that have kind of brought us down a little bit. Um, we could have had, um, issues personally, maybe a breakup, a loss, bereavement, grief. Um, if you've been arguing with your partner, you can always carry that energy into your office. I know sometimes we kind of find our office as a little kind of safe space to get away from everything as well. Um, also major trans. I know a lot of people are really feeling this energy shift right now. A lot of people are really wanting to kind of um, look at new business ideas. Um, Maybe there's a new job, a new partnership and a major transition that's coming up in our lives. Um, Maybe, you know, you have been going through a time where it's been quite challenging in your business. And so you're kind of carrying that energy with you um, into this next phase. And so, If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling in a rut, if you're wanting to level up and take your business to the next level, an amazing thing to do is to energetically cleanse your space. Thank you so much. And I'd like to say as well, you don't necessarily have have to have an office, do you? You could have a table or a corner in the kitchen or something. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everything that I'm going to share today will work um, around the home. So there's things that you can change and that you can adjust for around your home. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Wherever you are, um, it doesn't matter whether you're, uh, I have an office, which is outside of my home, which I drive to that I rent. Um, but equally I've worked from a table or in my kitchen as well. So it works everywhere. And also if you're working, um, in an office, you can still do these things there as well. Well, you might want to do some of them a bit um, quieter. Quietly. Um, so let's kick off. So the first one you want to talk to us about is cleansing your space with sacred herbs. Oh, perfect. One of my favorite things. Um, just before I jump into that, Joe, though, super quickly, um, I think it's really important to start with an intention. Okay, so- yeah. So what is the intention? What do you want from your space? You know, how do you want it to feel? Um, you can create an affirmation around it as well. So while you're cleansing your space, you can say your affirmation, for example, I am cleansing the negative energy from my space so that I am more focused and productive or whatever that might be. Love that, love that. So you can write it down, you can journal it, or you can just kind of light a candle and really connect to that intention. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So as you said, first way to cleanse your space energetically is with sacred herbs. So I know a lot of people listening to this may be familiar, maybe they haven't used them, but they'd be familiar with um, the expression of smudging or saging or saining. And this is actually a way that you can cleanse your space using sacred herbs, woods or incense. And there are lots of different kind of... um, incense sticks lots of different um, smudging sticks that are available on the market that incorporate different herbs Um, and sacred herbs have been used for 
for generations and generations and generations, so many different cultures um, around the world um, use different sacred herbs in this cleansing rituals that they have. So, you know, Native Americans would use California white sage. The Mayans would use a resin called copal. Uh, we look back to, I don't know, the stories of Jesus. And when Jesus was born, he was, it was frankincense and myrrh. Uh, in Peru, they use, and, and a lot of South America, they'll use Palo Santo. Um, so there's so many different sacred herbs that you can use. What I will say is that Palo Santo, for example, and also California white sage to a degree, please make sure that when you're sourcing it, that it is ethically sourced. There's a lot of people kind of jumping on the bandwagon right now and going around and chopping down trees because the demand for um, Palo Santo, for example, is really, really um, up there at the moment. So um, it's really important that you are sourcing from somebody that is, um, you know, it's ethically sourced rather than people chopping down trees. You don't want to bring, if you're, if you're ridding your space of negative energy anyway, you don't want to kind of bring something into it that maybe has come from, from a negative environment. So um, when we use things like Palo Santo or sage or incense sticks, um, frankincense is one of my faves actually, but uh, I normally pop it on a little charcoal and it can set off the uh, smoke alarm, so be careful (laughs) about that. So you burn it normally, don't you? And uh, you could put it on a conch shell or put it in a shell of some type and kind of waft it around the room. Is that how you use it? Yeah, I like the end of the smudging stick or incense. I'll take a feather or a smudging fan. I bought a beautiful smudging fan while I was in Mexico that was made by a a Mayan shaman. And then I kind of waft it into uh, the corners of my space. So don't forget your window frames, your doors around your computer, definitely. Um, For me as well, myself, I also smudge myself. So if I've got a big project that I'm wanting to start, something that I'm wanting to kind of clear my energy so that I can really focus then I also smudge myself um soles of my feet in particular I'm always barefoot so (laughs) I think it's really important um and I think that different um herbs have different energies as well so for me if I'm just using white sage for me it feels like it clears everything within the space whereas palo santo I feel kind of just clears away negative energy and and still leaves kind of like the love in your space as well so um definitely you know try try some different um herbs and and see which one works for you Obviously, it goes without saying, we have to be careful about fire, but it's an amazing um, tool to use, sage, frankincense and herbs. So thanks so much about that. And yeah, watch those corners, make sure that you get into the corners. So the second thing that we're going to talk about with regards to clearing negative energy is crystals. So I know there's not much you don't know about crystals, so we probably need like seven podcast episodes about this but um kick us off how can we use crystals in our workspace oh wow um oh my gosh there's a yeah there's a whole other podcast on crystals for your workspace um but talking about cleansing negative energy and strategically placing crystals around your um workspace is a really great way to rid negative energy so on my computer around my computer i always have black tourmaline 
and shungite. Um, I also work with fluorite for focus and also clear quartz for clarity as well. Um, I'm quite, um, I'm a creative, so my focus isn't always um, very direct. And so those crystals really help me. Um, but the black tourmaline and the shungite. So I studied with the Gemological Institute of America. I'm also a crystal practitioner and I love the crossover between the metaphysics and the science. So black tourmaline, for example, if you put this crystal under intense amounts of pressure, it actually um, almost becomes magnetic. So it will draw in from one end of the crystal and it will push away from the other end of the crystal. So the same thing works in terms of energy. Black tourmaline is a amazing for transmuting energy and what that means is it will absorb the, the negative energy and it will release it in the form of positive energy. Um, it's also an incredible crystal um, that you don't need to cleanse very often. It's very self-cleansing. So there's lots of black crystals that are amazing for protection against negativity, um, but I would prefer black tourmaline over black obsidian for that particular reason. However, my favorite crystal to work with, um, particularly EMF, so electromagnetic energy, electro smog that comes from our devices, a crystal I would work with for that is shungite. Um, shungite has real benefits that are backed by science. And shungite is a stone that can purify water. It has antibacterial properties. It has something inside it called fullerenes, um, which are also really powerful antioxidants as well. They can help to cleanse the body of carcinogens. Uh, and because of this kind of detoxifying effect that shungite has in its water, um, it's actually really cool to help us kind of boost our metabolism as well. So um, it's a great way to be able to kind of bring this into our bodies too. But from an electro smog um, perspective, all of our electro electronic devices give out electro smog. So it can be really dangerous. And there's lots of research that's going into it now on how this affects us on a cellular level. It's quite a controversial topic at the moment with things like 5G. Um, but regardless of what your beliefs are, we know 100% that electronic devices give off electro smog. And so Things like computers, smart meters, uh, Wi-Fi routers, all of these um, electronic frequencies can affect our bodies. And so it is amazing to actually have shungite, either uh, a disc attached to your electronic devices or around where your computer is or any of your devices within your office as well. I love that. I love that. I'm going to get some shungite from you. I've got lapis lazuli. Yep. That I've got in my office. Rose quartz. Yep. And rhodochrosite. Oh, I love that. So that is all about energy. Um, lapis lazuli to start with, amazing for communication. It's an incredible crystal associated, works well with your throat chakra. Um, we look at lapis lazuli. I mean, Oh my gosh, if you've ever seen the mask of Tutankhamun with the gold and the blue, the lines of blue are actually lapis. So this is a crystal that had been coveted for thousands of years by all of the, the different civilizations. Um, a really, really powerful crystal. I love that. And then your rhodochrosite and your rose quartz, that's the rhodochrosite energy is quite childlike and playful um, in its kind of 
a loving energy and rose quartz to me is just like a hug in a gemstone i love that joe uh, so I did do actually a podcast probably 18 months ago and my friend Tracy Jarvis, we did a, a podcast all about giving each number a crystal. So it doesn't, so we did Life Path 1, Jasper, your nine, we put Rose Quartz 2 because it's about love and we did six for Rhodochrosite but 22, which is the Egyptian stone, isn't it? We yep put for um lapis lazuli which is the architect of change so um so yeah i'd be interested on your thoughts on that oh i've got goosebumps listening to you so ah, <laughs> it's interesting what you said about black tourmaline when i moved into this house i gridded my lounge with black tourmaline because that door just felt a little bit um icky so yeah. uh, that's a lot better and then because my stairs go straight out into the front door, which isn't great feng shui. I gridded my stairs with citrine to help the direction of money flow. I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, I was actually going to um, talk about gridding briefly as well and say you can grid with black tourmaline in each corner of your room. Um, if you can also with selenite is also another amazing crystal to pair with black tourmaline. Um, you can pop uh, selenite on your windowsill or you can pop it in the corners with the black tourmaline as well. And have crystals on your desk that make you feel good. I think so many times we get hung up with you know what specific crystals are for and the reason why there's so much conflict in information when it comes to crystal healing and working with crystal energy is because everybody perceives things differently and you could get a completely different uh, reaction from one crystal to another compared to what I get and so I always say instead of working with what you think you should be working with you know work with what you're drawn to and if you have crystals that that you are just really drawn to and they make you feel good that's also going to help you to raise your vibration in your in your workspace as well love that i've actually working with one which i hadn't seen before but um tracy sent me one and it's called k sarah yeah also known as lanite ah i really love it and normally i mix and match but i've worked with this for a few months on the desk Amazing. So like Emma said, make sure to cleanse your crystals, look after your crystals. And it's really important that we buy crystals from reputable places, isn't it? Because otherwise they're just ripped out of the ground and then they're not going to feel very happy. We wouldn't be happy if we were just ripped out of our houses. Yeah, absolutely. I always um, recommend that when people, regardless, for me, it's really important, really important that I buy from reputable suppliers, that I know where my crystals have come from. Of course, you can never 100% know all of the time. Um, but I will always say, even though I cleanse all the crystals when they come into my business, into Rockchick, um, and I also charge them with Reiki, uh, it's really important when you get that crystal back home, because anybody that's touched that you know on the journey there will be that exchange of, of energy so yeah really important i'm just interrupting this broadcast very quickly to let you know about all the fabulous free resources you can get at josoli.com you can book a call with me where i show you an overview of your numbers and what they mean and I share with you how you can work with me through my packages and services. 
I look forward to speaking to you soon. So um, we're going to move on to sound now, aren't we? We are. Um, I think this is such an underrated way of cleansing energy. And it's it's really, really powerful uh, because, I mean, you could just walk around your office space or where, wherever you're working and you could just, it might sound crazy, but you could just kind of walk around and clap. Um, it's a really great way to disperse any stuck energy. And again, you could create some kind of ritual with this or, um, you know, set an intention with it as well. Um, you could also use different instruments. You can use gold chimes, singing bowls, drums. Um, I'd say start at the front door to your workspace and then kind of work around anti-clockwise. Um, for the like witches out there like myself, when we're talking about um, clockwise or anti-clockwise, anti-clockwise is all about um, releasing things, getting rid of things, banishing things. So walk around your space anti-clockwise um, around the kind of inner parameters of your space and then kind of loop that um, into towards the center. Um, singing is great as well. Using your voice, uh, any kind of any, remember everything is energy. And when we are putting out sounds into our space, we're disrupting that energy that may be kind of stagnant. I told Emma just before we jumped on that, uh, I did have an amazing shaman come here. Big shout out to Lisa Tai, who's based near me in Northamptonshire. And she came with her drum. And um, we didn't do my office. I'd like to get back in to do that. But we did my lounge because it was getting to about 8 o'clock at night and I'd go up into my bedroom. I didn't want to hang out in my lounge. And I thought, mm, so that's a bit funny here. So yeah. she did cleanse the energy with um, shamanic sounds and drumming and now I'm hanging out there till I go to bed so that was amazing so like you say it is underrated and it's such a powerful um powerful powerful energy sound yeah it really really is and you know not again going to go into it all today but there are so many um you know people looking at the science of this now a, a really good friend of mine um who's living in mexico at the moment uh, actually has uh, come off all of his cancer meds and believes that he is now cancer free through working with a, a, a shaman uh in in mexico who's been working with sound and doing sound baths uh with him which is absolutely again got goosebumps talking about it so um yeah incredible incredible it is amazing and also you know that is why because when we're talking all the time that sounds so if you're dealing with clients all day and you know we hold space literally for people's stuff and they might tell you things it's important because words are spells that's why we call it spelling so then you've got all this energy around it's good to cleanse it in some way let's talk about all things salt not just the salt that goes on your um fish and chips even though it's the same thing <laughs> <laughs> so salt 
the salt's an amazing steriliser. It's an incredible cleanser. We all know that you know, if you're sterilizing a wooden chopping board, for example, you can do that with salt. You can use salt to draw out anything nasty. You can use it on wounds. Uh, if you've got a mouth ulcer, when I was younger, it was all about putting salt on the on the mouth ulcer and drawing out the impurities. Um, it, on meat, you know, on raw meat, put salt on raw meat to kind of draw out the blood. And that's exactly what it does. Salt draws things out. And it is a great way to draw out negative energy. Um, and there are many ways that you can work with salt. One of my favorite is to work with a Himalayan salt lamp. So again, I love the science. There are so many scientific benefits to Himalayan salt lamps. Um, salt lamps are said to provide lots of different health benefits because they are natural ionizers. And that means that they actually change the electrical charge of the circulating air. So if you've got negative energy, you know, even in the particles of the air, they can improve air quality, um, they can boost mood. Um, some animal studies have shown that exposure to like high levels of these negative ions in the air actually improves levels of serotonin, um, which is, of course, a, the chemical that is involved in mood regulation. So it's a really great way to kind of shift up your energy as well as um, any kind of impurities within the air. Um, but there's other ways you can work with salt as well. So you could dissolve salt into a spray bottle and you could go and spray that around your space. Uh, you could add um, different essential oils, um, things like orange or lemon, very antibacterial. That would be a great way. Um, or your favorite fragrance, maybe something that's uplifting as well. Um, and again, to all my kind of fellow witches out there, you can also sprinkle a thin line of salt in your doorway or around the parameters of your space or in the corners. Um, you could put a small dish of salt on your workspace or if you have a sacred space or an altar as well. Um, so, yeah, that's number four, salt. Ah, I love that. So I get a compass. I find um, north, south, east and west in... Well, on every floor of my house, <laughs> three floors, you know, it's a townhouse. And then I get a piece of paper and fold it in four and a tablespoon of salt. And I just leave it for a couple of days and you can see it turn yellow because it's just drawing in and then I get rid of it. And I do that probably once a quarter or when I feel things are getting a bit icky. I love that. I'm going to do that. I've, I also live on three floors as well. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. It's really powerful. Um, definitely, I'll send you. I'll send you the information. Also, you mentioned Himalayan salts. I get in a little bath every night. Now it's not a long, big, deep bath. It's like tiny, but I literally sluice myself down because I'm so sensitive and empathic that I like pick stuff up on the day, and that just makes me feel a lot cleaner and clearer if I can just wash myself in this Himalayan salt or Epsom salts um, at night. So using salt, we can do it like we said, put it in the paper or use the salt lamp um, or sprinkle salt 
or spray soap. So that's yeah. great. I love the bath. I'm also an empath and um, it's it's my sanctuary. Um, yeah, people are like, how often do you bathe? And pretty much every day. Um, the, the woodland, walking around the woods and the trees and having a, a bath with Himalayan salts, Epsom salts, dead sea salts. Um, I'm a big advocate of salt. <laughs> yeah, because the sea is salty, isn't it? And it's very healing and, and it transforms so much. It feeds your soul, literally. Oh, cool, gorgeous, love that, thank you. So the fifth one, which um, I say I don't really know so much about this one, plants, but I do have a peace lily there which uh, on my desk, which is interesting. So please talk to us about plants and how we can use plants in our space. Oh, I, I love plants. There are so many plants that are super beneficial to cleansing your space. NASA actually put together a list of plants that are best to have in your space to cleanse the air. So these are plants that absorb all kinds of nasties, carbon monoxide, formaldehyde, all different other kinds of gases. Um, also, if you have allergies as well, there are so many plants that are really amazing for allergies. Peace lilies are one of those. Um, I, I lost my dad a couple of years ago to COPD. And we worked oh that's that's okay <laughs> it's um it, it's been a it's been quite a journey um and um yeah he's with me a lot really present and um yeah so we we used a himalayan we went through all different natural ways as you know he was on oxygen permanently um before he died um but uh himalayan salt lamp and peace lilies were two things that we had in his room with him um to kind of aid with his breathing so um i'll talk about peace lilies in just a moment but first of all aloe vera aloe vera there are loads i'm not going to go through all the plants today but there are loads aloe vera really is a magical plant on so many different levels it actually emits oxygen at night while it takes in carbon dioxide so as well as being in the office it could be a really great space a uh, place for you to have plant for you to have sorry in your bedroom as well it can actually give you a better night's sleep by having aloe vera in your bedroom um spider plants they are the like champion cleanser of the air spider plants remove over 90 percent of cancer causing chemicals like formaldehyde um formaldehyde's found in adhesives grouts fillers cleaning products um and also spider plants are safe for your pets as well so there are some plants which are maybe not safe if you've got pets um always kind of do some research before that um and then the last plant that i want to talk about are peace lilies they are so beautiful they have the most amazing energy um but they actually filter out benzene formaldehyde lots of other different toxins and if your peace lily flat is in flower the flowers can actually um boost humidity as well so they can boost the humidity in you, in your space by five percent so if it's feeling a little bit dry um then you know this is a great plant that you can have but what's really important is uh with plants is that if you're wanting to cleanse some space uh, of negative energy is to make sure that you do remove any dead leaves um you mentioned feng shui a couple of times, Joe, and, and I'm no expert, but kind of anything dead, 
it's just not very um, good for the energy within your home. So, uh, you know, take care of them. And there's some amazing crystals that you can work with with your plants as well. Aventurine, for example, moss agate um, is amazing for helping to nourish your plants and the soil. It's very much connected to the earth energy. Um, so, um, so yeah, that was number five, plants. So what do you do? Pop a crystal in the um, pot? Yes, I do. Oh. I'm on top of the soil. Um, all of my plants have got moss agate in them, all of them. Okay. <laughs> she runs off after the podcast to get some moss agate. <laughs> from upstairs <laughs> um so yeah with the feng shui piece they say don't they don't have fake plants yeah. artificial plants that's not great yes. um for feng shui no. like like you're not an expert but i know little bits and pieces yeah so that's amazing we've talked about sacred herbs crystals sound salt and plants so um i'd like to just talk a little bit now about decluttering so this might sound a bit obvious but if like you said from the beginning of this podcast everything is energy okay so those old journals those old notebooks those old client files those old bank statements everything has an energy so it's really really important to cleanse your space of paperwork stuff old pens rubbish as well it's no good doing all this amazing stuff you know <laughs> using the herbs the crystals the sand the salt and the plants if you're not also taking the trash out so to speak yeah when i moved in here into my house in november i i had a month until christmas so i was going to sort some bits out in that twixmas time you know in between christmas and new year yeah. and there was a stuff from storage and there was a box and I kept coming in here thinking it doesn't feel right and um it was that box because there I used I had some debt from years ago and it was the old bank statements and when I ripped them up and clean got rid of them and cleared the area then the energy in here shifted so much so um so take a look at your files old projects old paper don't throw away the farm but you know get rid of things look at books as well um look at your desktop think tidy files up delete old things you know i i try and do that at least once a quarter a good old clear out i did it last monday and it's so powerful how it makes you feel definitely i agree with that and also as well um, you can do that with the intention too of uh, manifesting more abundance. So decluttering for abundance, really powerful when you are making room, you know, everything that you're um, removing, you're making room for, for, for more things to come into your life. So um, I like to set an intention with that. Like I am decluttering all of these files to generate an extra £1,000 in my business or whatever that might be. So I, I have affirmations and, and set intentions and, and actually declutter with that that purpose in mind. Oh, I love that. As somebody once said to me as well, with the Feng Shui connection, if you've got no room in your wardrobe, because everything's like this, all tied together, and you need some trousers, you're not going to find any trousers when you go shopping to buy trousers, or if you buy them online, they're not going to fit you, because there's no room. So get rid of the trousers you don't wear anymore, or are too small or too large, 
and then you've got the space, what will happen? You'll find the trousers. So it's the same if you don't know where your client files are, if you're not organized with your content, if you don't know what's happening from one day to the next in your business, then how can the new come in? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's all, for it. Yeah, yeah. It. It's all energy, isn't it? It's all energy. What would you like to leave our listeners with one like lasting or, or a couple maybe uh, takeaways with regards to energy and space and clearing our space what would you like to leave us with today I think that the most important thing when it comes to all of this is to um to go intuitively with what feels right to you. You know, I've, I've made some suggestions today and some things may not resonate with you. And so, uh, or they may resonate with you at different times. So it's always so important to go with your intuition, go with your gut, go with what feels right to you. Um, and um, again, you know, don't, people tend to put so much pressure on themselves of all of the things that they should be doing. And I think that um, just doing things quite organically and, and and doing them in a way that feels right rather than being forced is probably the most important thing. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. And where can people find you? So um, people can find me on Facebook. Um, my crystal business is at Rock Chick TV on Facebook. Um, I also have a free group, uh, which is all about crystals, which is called the Wild Child Crystal Collective. Um, they can also find me on um, just launching TikTok this month. So at the moment, that is at Rock Chick TV. And um, I also have a crystal website as well, which is um, rockchick.tv. Okay, fantastic. And you've also got a free gift, Five Unexpected Ways to Use Your Crystals. So I'll make sure all of these links to your socials and your website are in the show notes so we can find you and go and buy loads of crystals. Thank you so much for your time. It's been really gorgeous to talk to you today. I've loved this. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Bizology Soundbites podcast, where knowing your numbers increases your numbers. If you have enjoyed listening, please do let me know by leaving a review. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. You can also download my free guide, Discover Your Life Path Number at josoli.com. And I would love you to follow me on my social platforms at Josolibizology. Thank you for listening and until the next episode. <laughs>